Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. Happy Thanksgiving! Thank you! Yeah. This is, this um, is actually Thanksgiving. Today is actually the day. It is the day. That's one of the perks of releasing a podcast on Thursdays. Yep. Um, <laughs> and we love traditions on this podcast so much. So in that vein, uh, hello everyone's families who involuntarily listen to this podcast. Yes. At- Remember, you're supposed to listen to this podcast on repeat for the whole 24 hours of today, from midnight to 11.59 today. Yep. And <laughs> especially at your right um, Thanksgiving table. Yes, that that's the most important thing is, you know, and you know, I honestly I think we're at the point now. This is year I think 5, which is bonkers, but um I think we're at the point now where people just don't get hungry until they hear our sweet sweet intro music. I I just think people are like, you know what? Not feeling it, not feeling the 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 the, the stuffing, not feeling the turkey, and then and then they're like, yeah. you know what? We are we are primed. We're ready. Yeah, we've Pavlov them, if you will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it only took five years, but we've done it. The only way you can enjoy doggies. your Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the only thing I am concerned about now is for all of our weekly listeners, like, are we going to eventually run out of turkey? Because you think about it, we release every other week, we release an episode. They run out, grab a turkey, throw it in the oven. Every time they hear the podcast. Of course. Like What's the population on turkeys? It must have been gone down by the, the hundreds, thousands, millions at this point. I mean, I think we need to contact Butterball and ask them if they're willing to sponsor the podcast. Ooh, there we go. It only makes sense. Yeah, really. <laughs> this this podcast brought to you by Butterball. Butterball, That's right. the only turkey for you. The only turkey, period. <laughs> We've tried every year, but the problem is that we always reach out to them on Thanksgiving, and they're usually very busy then. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just they they don't understand why there's such an uptick every Thursday in turkey buying, and then then with Thanksgiving it just gets all blended together. So it's really just difficult. We need to be better at this. We should do this like tomorrow. I think they deserve a day off. It's like Santa's elves on on <laughs> December twenty sixth. Like they just worked hard all year to get these turkeys ready. Butterball people need a day off. You know? All right, so you're saying on Monday. We should reach out to them on right. Monday. Yeah, they at okay. least get a long weekend at, then, with their families, and then that's then it. Online, right back to the turkeys. Online turkey sales, though, they're crazy on Monday. That's true. You can't rest. Monday. They must be having some like deals on you know turkeys, right? The, like the, Well, the cyber turkeys. Cyber turkeys. <laughs> yeah. No rest for the wicked. Um Hey, so I wanted to follow up because um, when I was editing the podcast last episode and I found the um, the article about Guy Fieri's Flavortown um, adult beverage yes. that was being sold by Two Roads, I found a different article from People Magazine with this quote that I did drop in the Discord, but I wanted to share to our listening audience too. Um, this is Guy Fieri talking about him trying to get the right concoction with the two roads crew of the the perfect amount of of flavor in his flavor town he says that um fury estimates he tasted over 100 versions until they got it right and once they did quote everybody lost their minds (laughs) the all-star chef made them try a hundred different versions of it i would be (laughs) fucking sick of it too i hate this guy i hate this fucking guy so much 
the the here's the here's the next the next article or next paragraph in the the article. The all star chef apparently he is a chef even went so far as to ta- taste test it on the direct TV technician who was fixing his TV service when the samples first arrived. He goes, God, this is good. As soon as they come out, I'll buy. Fieri recalls the technician saying, he's just some random guy, laughs Fieri, but it's legit. So you heard it here from DirecTV's uh, <laughs> technician of Guy Fieri. That, uh, that poor but, DirecTV guy. He's just I trying know. to do his job. He just wants to go home. Do you think, oh my now, God. Do you think thanks to this podcast slash maybe People Magazine as well, um, more so this <laughs> podcast than the Ma- People right. Magazine, um, but uh, do you think that DirecTV guy got fired for drinking on the job? Because like, I mean, I would think so. Like, you can't like <laughs> is can't Guy Fieri the, the Thanksgiving villain? Is that what we're is that what we're getting to? <laughs> yes. No, I, I, don't, I vote to make Guy Fieri this year's villain. I don't think so because it's like, have you guys seen that video of uh, like Snoop Dogg passing a joint to a security guy, and the security guy takes a hit because like you're not gonna not take a hit off of Snoop Dogg's joint. You're, yeah, but it's, yeah. so it's the it's same thing. Like, yeah, it's not like Guy Fieri is like making this guy like a meal. He's like forcing a shitty malt beverage down his throat and saying. But uh, uh, to Obert's point, to Obert's point, you're not going to turn down weed from Snoop Dogg, and you're not going to turn down fruit punch from flavor Flavor Town from Guy Fieri. <laughs> I think I would. I think I would. If I met Guy Fieri in the middle of like a stop and shop, and he was like, "Hey, here's my frosted tips. You want to try some of my?" So my flavor town malt beverage, I'd be like, no, you frosted tip moron, leave me alone. Go away. I don't want to try your flavor town. Get out of here. Get. Well, uh, you know, this I'm is, thankful is... for Fieri. This is how I'm doing my Thanksgiving. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm thankful for this year's Guy Fieri. You're gonna oh. have a you're gonna you're gonna open up a nice bottle of Flavor Town. Of course. It's, it's already sitting on the table. Name. Do you think you could brine a turkey in Flavor Town? Oh my God! Don't. I like I like this guy. Like you dry rub with the hot flaming Cheetos. <laughs> He's got to make something. Well, what is it? He, he has those nachos. Tud was talking about. Oh, by the way, Tud, the noted Guy Fieri hater, is the only person to eat at his restaurant. Who's <laughs> eating at his restaurant of the pod? Yeah, it's true. Um, it's yeah, true. Maybe. But still, it's this guy. He's just too much. The whole shtick. Him, Emerald. No, Bam. I don't want none of it. Holy cannoli, Rachel, Rachel Ray guy. No, no Rachel Ray either. You know, all these stupid celebrities, just shut up and cook. Rachel Ray has dog to... food. <laughs> Weird. I don't know why. That's what you. That's what I think of her food, too. It's probably dog food. I used to like, Ray, I used to like Rachel Ray back in the day. Yeah, before she gained a you know, bunch of pounds and became fat. Just back in the day. That's all I'm saying. Everybody attacked Tud for whatever was just said. <laughs> I'm just going, just, I'm just going in today. We're supposed, to be, we're supposed to be thankful. Yeah. I'm thankful this for is, when Rachel Ray was scared. This is why, this is, Todd is the angry person at your everybody's Thanksgiving table who wants to start shit. You guys want to talk about politics? All right. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, what are the things that we shouldn't be talking about today? Oh, you know, are you still not talking to Uncle Bob? What's going on with that? Is he still an alcoholic? <laughs> right. This is uh, Todd's it's, Thanksgiving This is table. the start of the festivist season, and I've got to air my grievances. And I've got a lot of problem with you people. <laughs> oh, I I literally just found Tut's most favorite TV show. I'm so excited right now. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm sorry. Tud, what is this from? 
2011? Okay, perfect. Am I on it? Like, what's happening? No, here? dropping it into the Discord. <laughs> Rachel versus Guy. Celebrity cook-off. Oh my god. Is it a show or is it an article? It's a show. They lead star-studded teams of amateur cooks in a culinary race to finish. Oh dear god. Uh, this is, So this is... This is like The Voice or like freaking like American Idol, but with Rachel Ray and Guy Fieri. Rachel Ray was skinnier here. She's not bad looking there. But look Except at Guy Fieri and his stupid blonde hair. Why is his face two different colors? The, I think it's shadow. The no, no, I mean chefs are all it's celebrities. The chefs are all celebrities. Oh, even worse. You don't want to see Heinz Ward cook a turkey <laughs> covered <laughs> in Flavortown? No. Kathy and the Jimmy's on here. and I don't know who that is. Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, well, this might be an old show. <laughs> Anyways, Todd's thankful for Rachel versus Guy. Ugh. Celebrity cook-off. Celebrity edition. cook-off, yes. We're going to have to go back and see if we can find these episodes, because I'm pretty sure, if I read correctly, they're 11 years old. So, um. Anyways, if you uh, if you brine your turkey in Flavortown, please, you have to let us know. We, you have to let no, us know. No, tell us on the Discord. Don't do that. Don't do that. Bad. Bad Do people. it for the podcast. No. Don't do it for anybody. Do it for you. Do it for Guy. He needs it. He needs this. Well, all this Guy Fieri talk is making me thirsty. Uh, I've, I think I've so, lost my thirst. And now that okay, his face so, is on my computer screen, like because Chris posted it in our chat, his stupid, stupid blonde hair and his stupid brown goatee and his pierced ears and his... Listen, all this guy Black ever eyebrows. did for you was make some really good nachos. I don't quite understand no, it. Like I yeah. said, they were okay nachos. Best nachos I ever had, Tud, no. last week. No. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, so my handle this week is Diners. Not a fan of this. All right, Chris, what do you got for us this week? All right, so I have a. It's beer 30. And I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Ooh. The oh, return. Back. It's the it's epic back. return of the soundboard. It's been a while. It's been, what, 100 episodes probably since we've had a working soundboard? It has been um, a while. The, the soundboard was down for a little bit, but it came roaring back just in time for Thanksgiving. It's back. A turkey day miracle. And it is beer 30. It is beer 30. And um, I think last week, okay, I think last week I spoke about uh, the last of my Connecticut haul. Well, you know what? I forgot. And I'm thankful I forgot because uh, I was sitting at work today thinking about what I was going to drink tonight. And I was like, you know what? It's turkey day and uh, we need something to uh, drink uh, and savor. And be thankful for, and I'm thankful for this beer right here. And it is from our very good friends over at Treehouse. Um, a small can. I I bought two of these and completely forgot that I had them in my fridge until I was trying to. I was like, man, I have nothing but nothing crazy for our Thanksgiving Day episode. Well, this is triple shot with uh, triple shot pink bourbon, double coffee with vanilla and fruit. So it's a stout, a Imperial coffee stout, pink bourbon. No idea what that means, but double. I think coffee. it's a ce- celebrity branded bourbon. Oh, okay. Like yeah, like Pink the singer. P- Pink made her own. Oh, bourbon. Okay, I, okay. I don't think so, but it's gotta be. Okay, we'll go with it. 
What is there an exclamation point? Is that pink? Well, you, know, <laughs> you know what this is a good time for? Uh, the liquor cabinet? Okay, so I'm as I'm reading, pink bourbon is a coffee? Interesting. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna spare you this, but um it looks very interesting. I'm exciting. I'm excited to uh <laughs> You're exciting. I'm exciting. I am exciting. Uh <laughs> But I'm also excited to try this. So um, it says to drink it out of a sniffer glass, which I just so happened to grab one. Um, it is only a 12 ounce can, but it's 8.7% ABV. You, they only allowed you to buy two. So that's how you know it's good. Oh, that's how you know it's good. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, it smells wonderful coming out of the can. So let's go ahead, get this thing poured. All right. So here it is. It's all nice and dark. Um, uh, very slight little bit of a head on there. Um it is dark, dark. I bet you. I bet you. I know what a T Rex thinks of this, and they do not like it. They don't like this at all. No hunting in this beer. Sorry, T Rex. Uh, on the nose, not, not very pink. Wow, no. Nice. Uh, no, not pink at all. I was expecting her to put her trademark pinkness on there, even though I think she's blonde now. So I don't even know if she's pink anymore. Yeah. But I don't think blonde works. I don't think that's a good blondie's already out there. That's why. Um, she could be blondo. She could blondo calrissian um but uh anyways on the nose uh i get some nice coffee flavor out of this now i i thought it was going to be bourbon like bourbon barrel age but seems as though that's not the case pink bourbon maybe the coffee was beans were bourbonized i'm not 100 percent certain but let's get into it and see how it tastes what is the malted liquor? What gets you drunker quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. can't get enough of it Beer. how we really love it Beer. makes me think i'm a man Oh, wow. Wow. That is wonderful. <laughs> That's so good. Um, so just reading it back again, because I stumbled over it. Um, it is double coffee with vanilla and fruit. And let me just say, it does. I read the can. It doesn't say exactly what fruit it is. It's some kind of be- some kind of berry. If I had to guess, I would say, like, I want to say strawberry, but I don't think that's right. It, uh, it's probably some kind of weird made up treehouse it's, berry that I've never heard of. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> The pink starburst star. That's strawberry. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Strawberry. Uh, right. It's pink starburst. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, n- little known fact, pink starburst are named after pink, obviously. Uh, she's everywhere, if you really think about it. Um, they went through, They she they she tried over 100 different starbursts <laughs> at the starburst factory before finally putting her seal of approval on the starburst. <laughs> Poor pink. This is why she, she gave, changed her name. She's no longer pink anymore. <laughs> She's Blondo. <laughs> um, but this beer is is phenomenal. I mean, I don't know. I Let's face it. Treehouse makes great stouts. I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was expecting a, um, like a bourbon-y kind of thing just based on the pink bourbon. But little did we know that was a little trickaroo uh, by our good friend Pink. Um, this is so smooth. You get hit right up front with the coffee flavors, which I enjoy. Super duper smooth. There's a tiny bit of bitterness on the end, but it's not even that much. But like, and then it goes deep into these berry flavors that are just very strong and very, very, uh, adds a nice sweetness to the middle. So you, and then you got kind of tail off with like your coffee berry yumminess at the end. Uh, um, this is really good. Uh, only 8.7%. So, you know, I, I have one more can. That I'm gonna savor, but this is phenomenal. This is really good. I'm big fan, big fan. Um, I could see if you didn't like, 
is it's more desserty than I think I it's like very very it's not very it doesn't feel very thick it doesn't feel very light it's smooth and it's almost like more desserty so if you if you don't like the sweeter beers this might not be for you I I you know you know me I I drink stouts all year now <laughs> so now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah now I've done it I've done it all year um but this is very good uh I am thankful thankful to have this beer today and I'm going to give it it's in rare air for me. I'm gonna give it a four seven five. I think it's. Wow. I think it's very. I think it's phenomenal. Um, this is built for me. Um, I. I honestly, if they threw this into a bourbon barrel, I don't even know sevens probably. But as it is right now, I, I'm giving it a four seven five. I'm. I'm very happy. I say I thought of this beer today. <laughs> well, right. Thanks, Treehouse. Thanks, Pink. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Thanks, Guy. So. You gave it a four seven five, but what do you think the other five hundred and sixty six people who have checked this in, which is a really low checking amount for a uh, treehouse beer, what do you think they rated this? I see. I feel like I'm in Tud's territory now today. Like you know, I bring a banger and I guess high, and it's high, and I'm just like easy peasy, lock it up, throw away the key. Um, I'm I I think it's gonna be real high. I think it's gonna be extremely high. Um. I'm going to guess a ludicrous number here. Okay, you ready? Luda, um, I'm going to guess a 4.53. Wow. Yes. That's got to be the highest guess we've ever had on the show. I, I'm, I'm like, I, it's got the hop hype. It is it is a good beer. It's Treehouse. There's a small number of check-ins. So the people that bought this beer probably bought cans. Well, I've got no Luda on the soundboard, so I don't get to play <laughs> that for you. Um, I have this. <laughs> Am I, how far off am I? So, all right, calm down there, laughing guy. Uh, it's from the end of Thriller. It is from the end of Thriller. <laughs> uh, four point three nine. Okay, so it is. All right, it's very high. high. Very I mean, high. It's yeah. very high. Yeah, I I knew it was a, I knew it was gonna it was too high of a guess, but I was like, you know what? If I would have nailed it, it would have been awesome. <laughs> so I, was that point one four? Yeah. On the board. I'll take it. I mean, it's still 4.39 is still very, very yeah, high. No. I, I, I wasn't very sure. Good. I still think that might be one yeah. of the higher beers that we've had checked in. I mean, I know it has because we've checked in a lot of stinkers throughout this <laughs> podcast. But um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I should have known better. But you know what? I'm riding this, this delicious beer high right now. So maybe I'll go log it in and get a few extra points. All right. So who wants to be uh, next thankful for our Thanksgiving? Savior Guy Fieri. All right, I'll go. I'll go next. And um, I actually have a beer that Chris is is thankful for. It's the annual return of the Black Butte annual release. Yes, the Black Butt. This is the Black Butt is back. Thirty five. Oh um, man, it, this one is you know the Deschutes Brewing every year has their annual release. This one is with cherries, cocoa, and vanilla, which is great. Um, it says they sought inspiration from a rich and bold German black forest cake. So that's, that's exciting. The one thing I'm a little confused about is it says packaged on June 7th, 2023, but like I keep a close eye out. This is the first time that my local grocery store had it. So I'm like, did they just get a late shipment? What's going on? Because I was like, I was like, oh, I must have missed it this year. Like, I don't know how I missed it. I didn't see it. That window is closed. But so Thanksgiving miracle. 
thanks to the great turkey in the sky, Black Butte 35 exists. I did um, I did buy eight of them, so you'll all get a, a bottle, and I'll keep it in another four for my vertical collection that I'm growing of, yes. of the ages. So next box I sent your way will definitely have the Black Butte 35 in it. So without further ado, I'm going to crack this sucker open. Oh, one, one quick other thing I failed to mention is the really nice embossed bottle cap that uh, you don't really see. It's imprinted with their Deschutes logo. That's cool. Um, all right. Let's see, how, let's see what we have here. Oh, smells smells really good. 11% ABV, by the way. Ooh, um, okay. Yeah. I forget. Did you mention what yours weighed in at, Chris? Yeah, it was 8.7. Okay, nice. So we'll see how... Um, Close to German chocolate cake, this comes. Um, oh, man, every year, it's so good. I uh, one one episode, maybe for like our three hundredth episode, I'll have to do a little vertical where I taste it back to back because it's like it's been a year since I've had it. You know, I want to know how this year's variety tastes. But yeah, it has that same familiar richness on the nose. I'm excited to dive in. So, cheers. Cheers. I like beer. It makes me a jolly. Sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. It's back. <laughs> it's it's been too long since um <laughs> we heard I like beer, but the the very punchy and short sound effect is back. We're all excited. <laughs> mm. Wow, this is this is tasty. Um I love every year what they do with it. And I think I've had a worse version of this beer, right? Like we've all had that pastry stout that was too sweet, too lactose just like you can feel it in your fillings, just just a sugar bomb. This is very mellow, very smooth. Um, I think part of that might be the tartar, the tartar chalk, uh, cherries popping through. Because uh, cherries are really subtle flavor and it's hard to capture, I think, at a beer. I don't, get a ton of vanilla um but i do get that kind of well-rounded bitter cocoa flavor um and that the bitter bite is more strong than any sweetness i get well done black butte um well done the shoots i should say um no notes just it's (laughs) it's very good yeah this one's gonna go down fast i'm glad i have those extras (laughs) um and i'm excited to share it with you guys at some point but if it's that good, I mean, Chris, there's a chance we might not even get our extras. I know. He might drink Uh-oh. those extras on us. No. You'll, I'll send you like a vial. I'll like <laughs> save some in a little vial for you. And I'll drink the rest of the bottle. Yeah. So my personal rating, I don't know. Maybe I'm just so blown away by how Chris given it a 475, his beer. Is this four and a half worthy? Chris thinks this is a four and a half. No doubt. This is This is one of my favorite beers that I've had. Like annually, I should say. Yeah. I have to say, I still don't think I've had the ones you sent me. I think I still have them. Oh, really? Okay, well, then we'll have another one to add to the, the pile here. I think it is a four and a half. I'm, I'm locking we go. it in. We got some heavy hitters tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. I, I even without drinking, I'm like, yeah, it's four and a half for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to log it in and right I, now. I like, I like a good German chocolate cake, uh, mm. but I'm confused because it says like a German Black Forest cake, and there's a Black Forest in Germany. German chocolate cake isn't named after Germany, so like. What? Wait, 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 wait. What? 
German chocolate cake is named after the baker who created it. Uh, the somebody, Mr. German. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's see what Wikipedia has to say. German chocolate cake. Originally Germans apostrophe s chocolate cake. Okay, so that's a fake a fake story. Apparently, uh, it was invented by a Mrs. George Clay, a homemaker from Dallas. So it's and a clay cake. It, it appeared in. Uh, 1957 in the Dallas Morning News as the recipe of the day. <laughs> huh. Um, yeah. So, unclear really on where the German comes in. It says that uh, that they basically, that, that General Foods, which owned Baker's Chocolate Company, distributed the recipe so they would sell more chocolate. Classic. Um, and it apparently gave it a false impression of being a German origin. So, not really from Germany, I guess is where we're going with this. So, I don't know what a German Black Forest cake is. Uh, oh, Wikipedia does not fail me because in the see also section, there is a Black Forest cake or Schwarzwalder Kirschtort, a chocolate and cherry flavored cake that is of German origin. Oh, so, there you go. There we go. Um, so, so yeah. I, don't, I don't have a sound for, uh, for an oven, but do we call this the oven minute with Obert? The baker's corner, I guess. I don't know. But so this is a real, a real cake from Germany, not a German chocolate cake, um, which has more cherries in it. Which makes sense because normally German chocolate cake doesn't have cherries. So if you're someone who knows about German cakes and was yelling at your podcast playing device, I'm sorry, and I'm glad we figured <laughs> it out before I stopped reviewing my beer. That all being said, how many checkers does this thing have? One thousand three hundred and twenty-seven. Hmm. Now. Before I forget, when we're done, I want to see how this compares to the other years. Um, so I think they love it. I don't think it's as high as Chris's. Still think it's over a four. Um, four point one out. Damn. Uh, that's yeah. Four point zero nine. Ooh. Wow. You're locked in. Locked in there. Yeah. I don't feel as bad for my guest now because I wasn't gonna get. I wasn't gonna get close to it. Yay! Well, dang. Look at that. Okay. So you On wanted the to board. see. So yeah, how does the 35 rate to like the 34 and the 33 in untapped All right. averages? Um, the... And for the record, I thought the 34 was not as good as the 33. Or I think this one was better than the last one I had. So I'm curious if untapped backs that up. So far, it does not. Um, actually, of all of the variants ranked, there are two that are at a 4.09, which is the lowest. Um, 32 was a 4.20. Oh, nice. 420, haha. Uh, 34. The weed number. <laughs> 34 was a 415. Um, where's 33? 33 is a 409. So um, they're so all right, above 409. They're all, yeah, right in kind of line there, but between the 409 and 420. <laughs> uh, uh, Pretty small window, but it is. Uh, yeah, everything is between the. Oh, there's one 24 was 425. So if you, if you got any of them babies hanging out there. Wow. That's a big uh, one. Yeah. Ancient beer. Uh, but yeah, so as as you just heard, this beer is good every year. So <laughs> they don't they don't make yeah. it bad. Well, when I can get a box together, I'll uh, I'll send you guys out some for the holidays. Yeah. I expect it by Christmas now. Rusty nail. Or is that already gone? I couldn't I couldn't find them. You couldn't find any? Oh no. I still have last year's. I think <laughs> I have one. <laughs> no, like that one's not leaving my house. I'm sorry. Oh. 
I'm surprised. Your grocery store usually gets a plethora. I mean, when we walked in there, there were so many. It was like I could have bought the whole store and then I would have never been able to fly back to Connecticut because they had those for an entire year. And I think they learned their lesson next year. And we're like, we're going to order one box of these instead of the like 15 cases they had. So, uh, but, but sad for me because I did not, you know, buy all of them up when I could have. Yeah, that is very sad. I I mean, I'm, I'm kind of jealous. I want that bottle that you have. Yeah. Well, you'll get a Black Butte instead. Which I've never had. Well, it's apparently between a 4.09 and a 4.20. So <laughs> something to look forward to. Speaking of things to look forward to, Tud, what do you got for us this week? So originally, last week I had teased that I was going to drink the Witch Meadow uh, Fox Farm for this episode. But because I'm the last person, I don't want to drink a 13% ABV beer out of a bomber um that i thought those witch meadows were only 16.9 ounces yeah i think they're only english bites but yeah it's still a bottle though not a bomber a bomber's 22 ounces it's That's still a- less than a regular can that you would drink a 20 ounce can has more beer in it 20 ounce can or i guess a little bit more than a 16 ounce can like yeah. one ounce yeah but but listen Todd, we have amazing stout amazing stout and now it's your review. Just saying. It, we got a right. nice theme going here. It'd be a shame if something were to happen to it. <laughs> so anyway, Ted has a juicy IPA for the podcast. <laughs> He's got a Sierra Nevada <laughs> celebration. 16.8 ounce can because he wasn't that thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to. 13.6%. <laughs> 8, 16.8 ounce can. 497 milliliters. <laughs> He's got to make the long trip down to the beer cellar, avoid the uh, the people who he has imprisoned in his dungeon. Um, he's got Rachel Ray down there. He's, <laughs> he's got, got a, he's got a gum statue of Guy Fieri that he he's got to Guy Fieri's cable guy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the secret. Of, <laughs> Tell me about of flavor town. town. <laughs> Uh, yeah so he's got to dodge them are you really just some guy (laughs) (laughs) was people just plugging direct tv (laughs) dodge all of them while he gets to his beer cellar uh and then dodge all of them on the way back it's kind of cumbersome now he's got to do it twice that's gonna be awkward (laughs) when you go back down turn the lights on in the dungeon sorry guys you guys are pains in the asses yeah, we were saying how it must be awkward having to go back into that dungeon a second time. It's very scary down there. Oh, yeah, well, at least we're not Rachel Ray. At least you're on this side of the bars, right? Oh, she's not down there. I would not want her in my in my beer dungeon. She would drink it all. <laughs> uh, so you went and you got some Witch Meadow. The people were clamoring for it. I did. I went back and I got Witch Meadow, the special edition from uh, 2023 called the Witch Meadow... Nokino stout. Nokino? No Nochino? Nakano? N O C I N O. So however you want to pronounce that in your head, listeners. That's how you're gonna pronounce it. Well they're like, listen, you're on a podcast that's your job to pronounce things for me. I just listen. I don't have to think about it. I nope. just hear the words coming out of your mouth. Nope. I've just spelt it for you. This you is spell it, go. make me read in my head. Exactly. No. It's an audio visual reading medium. Um This is a uh it's obviously a bourbon barrel aged stout with uh, green walnuts and spices. So 
either one of my two esteemed listeners would, or, or co-hosts would like to look up how to pronounce Nokino or yeah, Nochino. Yeah, I'm curious. I don't know what a green walnut is. This baby weighs in. Oh, um, it's, it's walnut liqueur. Huh. Wonderful. It's from the, it's, it's Italian. So how would you say it in, if you were Italian? Oh, a bibbity bobbity. Well, I expected more from somebody who's been to Italy and claims Italian heritage, but. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know how to read Italian <laughs> or speak it. No, um, no, see, no, it's a no, see, no. There, there you go. That was what you were supposed to do. So this, um, this bottle, it is obviously a, a 1.9 fluid ounces, um, 600 milliliters, uh, weighs in, you know, at a cool 16.1% ABV. Nice. Oh, so you, so you raised, <laughs> we called your bluff and you raised you, wasn't it 13.8% or no, was yeah, that just, yeah, a- I said 13.9, <laughs> I believe, but it's, it's actually okay. 16.1% ABV. That's hefty. That is, um, that is, that is a st- that's a stout. <laughs> yeah, this is this is no joke. This is why I said I didn't want to be the the last person to to go and drink this, but it's fine. It's fine. It is what it is. Uh, it's batch, Thanksgiving. The bot the batch on uh, the bottle says six, uh, obviously from the year of our Lord, twenty twenty three. Cool, nice black label, Witch Meadow, Nokino. Again, brewed with green walnuts and spices, but I I. That doesn't make any sense. Why would it be green walnuts as a? It's not a. It's not a booze. Green walnuts is a green walnut. Well, okay. So nocino is a liqueur where they take unripe walnuts and steep them in like uh, base spirit, like vodka or something. So this is so they basically basted uh, green walnuts, unripened walnuts, into beer in bourbon barrels. Is that what we're getting at here? So I'm not sure if they are using the Nocino liqueur in, like they could be using Nocino barrels. They could be using the walnuts themselves in the beer. They could be using the actual spirit somehow blending in. Um, I don't know. You'll have to ask the fox themselves. All right. Hang on. So let me let me just go take a look at their uh, their Facebook for a second. It says, which metal black, which is what this version is. Is, uh, is inspired by one of our favorite digestives, Nocino. Nocino is a dark, bittersweet liqueur made from aromatic green walnuts, unripe black walnuts, and a producer-specific combination of spices. Its history is rich and complex with roots spreading across Europe and through millennia, but its traditions endure most notably in the Emilia Rogina region of, it- of Italy. The idea struck us in the spring while looking up at our own local black walnut trees. We quickly set about developing a unique blend of spices and other ingredients to pair with green walnuts. We approached this project with a great deal of faith and excitement and were thrilled that it was met with every bit of our expectations. With Witch Meadow Black, we endeavor to explore how unique yet compatible ingredients and sources of inspiration can elegantly meld with this special beer. This year's version seems to achieve that goal as well as any before. Um... As Witch Metal Black 2023 got underway, we found ourselves reading more about the history and folklores of Nokino. It was a learning process filled with surprising discoveries. Being an ancient creation, its history is complex is a complex tapestry of legends, rituals, traditions, with roots in paganism, Christianity, and variety of European cultures. A common refrain, however, is the collection of nuts on or around June 24th, a date with ancient significance for midsummer celebrations 
and more modern context St. John's Day. The harvest is said to have been undertaken by expert women, but perhaps through passing time and transitioning beliefs, Nokino production and the revered walnut tree in general became associated with witches. Traditional practice is to allow for, for the mixture to steep in and melt until, at a minimum, All Saints Day Eve, October 31st. Ooh. Interesting. So it seems like they did use their own walnuts that they grew themselves, which is cool. And they, yeah, and they steeped it in the beer with its own blend of spices. Nice. Hmm. Now, I really want to try some Nocino. Me too. Um, so when I poured it, obviously it poured out dark as night. Um, you're not seeing a T-Rex through this thing. I really should get a T-Rex sound for the for the soundboard. That would be helpful, I think. Yeah. But, you know, dark as night, pitch black. On the nose, it definitely smells spicy and boozy. Uh, you could definitely get a lot of the bourbon on it. You could definitely get a lot of whatever the spice combination was. I don't really know what a green walnut smells and or tastes like, but I'm assuming that the taste should be nutty, right? I mean, it is a nut after all. It's yeah. been a while since I've had a, a walnut in general. I don't know if you guys are aficionados on walnuts. No, but like not. it's like a seasonal thing. We're approaching Christmas, right? That's when you have the nutcracker and all that. It's so true. I think that's just appropriate. Well, I was talking about the ballet, the nutcracker, but I guess, yeah, I don't know if it's chestnuts or walnuts. Both of them you need a nutcracker for. True. Well, let's uh, let's taste this baby and see see what Nokino tastes like. So, you could definitely taste a little bit of the booze. Um, you definitely get a little bit of the sweetness of some type of bourbon barrel that this was aged in. But it definitely has a little bit of that bourbon burn. Um, I think weighing it at 16.1%, slightly difficult to hide that. It doesn't burn <laughs> It doesn't burn super, um, you know, it doesn't burn a lot, I should say. It just burns, it has a mild burning. It is somewhat spicy, um, picking out what spices is not going to be easy. I think I would, if I would have to say it tastes a little like cinnamon and nutmeg um, are kind of mixed in there. I can't imagine with such a mild flavor as unripened walnut that at a 16.1% ABV beer, you're going to be able to really pull that out very much. You know, that seems like a really hard, subtle flavor to put in a beer that heavy, that big. Yeah, I think the only thing that I'm really getting from like a nut perspective is kind of a little bit of dryness on the back end, but that kind of also goes along very well with bourbon. Um, Cause you know, some bourbons are very dry, but this one, it kind of has like that, that nutty, like it tastes like I have eaten a nut, but I did not taste said nut. If that makes sense. Like you woke up after blacking out drunk, but the last thing you did before you fell asleep was eat a bunch of nuts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it just, it has kind of like that dryness, Um, but it's also kind of set like, the, the beer itself is kind of semi-sweet. Like, it's a it's a nice, sweeter, bourbon-y stout. Um, very reminiscent of, of a lot of Barreled Souls beers that I've had over the years on this podcast. This beer is is very well done. Um, less carbonated than that of a Barreled Souls beer. I don't get a lot of the mouth Pringles. It's a very balanced beer from that perspective. You know, I wish I knew a little bit more what spices they were, but it seems kind of proprietary that they're not going to share what spices they, they developed. But it is just a very nice, subtly spicy beer. Reminds me of like a nice autumnal day um, when you're, it's kind of fading into that night and it's, 
you got to kind of get that like smell of like somebody burning a fire, like kind of get some of those essences out of it. It's very, very well done. Um, I think the bottle may be, may have not have cooled off and off enough. Um, so it's slightly cold, but I, you know, it does, it's very, it's very good. And, you know, as you drink it, the bourbon, the bourbon burn does go away. Yeah. I was wondering, cause you had to go to your beer cellar twice past all the slaves and stuff and everything and like i was wondering if you uh if it is too cold but you you alluded to it already so yeah it may it may develop a little bit more as it heats up i mean i'm not going to be chugging this beer so i will definitely find out as as we go along here um chug it chug it (laughs) it's definitely a sipper of a beer though this is you could tell there's there's this is a big body beer with big body flavor just a great beer from you know one of the best breweries, if not the best brewery in the state of Connecticut. Consistently, no matter what they do, even if it's developing a weird beer with green walnuts and spice and a mixture of spices, Fox Farm again knocks the beer out of the park. Um, like I said, up there with every bourbon barrel beer that I've had from Barreled Souls, probably better than those. Um, and that says a lot given how good Barreled Souls is. These guys just are just as good, if not better. Um, the one thing you're never going to get with Fox Farm, unfortunately, is I don't think they're ever going to drastically go out on a on a limb and try something like like this. Might be the most insane thing that they ever do. Um, yeah, I mean, like the, the Roush beer that you told us about sounded really good. The smokier one. Yeah, I, I have a can of that too. Um, but that's that's more of a traditional style of beer. I think Fox Farm is more of like a traditional brewery. They're never going to do like the black butt that you have that's, you know, made for a German chocolate cake, or they're never going to do like the pink, that out there. Yeah. Or the pink, bar- pink bourbon barrel coffee beer. I just. Interesting. With- I didn't know Fox farm wasn't that, um, step outside the box. I thought they were really, I didn't know they were so right hand booty. I think, I mean, I don't, I think that's so- an adjective, right? <laughs> right. <Ryan Skibuti? laughs> I just don't, I don't see it. I mean, they do, they do a lot of like interesting, like, like, traditional sours with some fruit but i don't i don't see them doing like like they're never going to do like a uh like a stay puffed it's like marshmallow infused with like sure. strawberry and blueberry jam like they're that's not what you're going to get from fox farm you're going to get a lot more of this, this nokino style thing where it's a little weird a little different but it's not like it's never going to like be like wow this is way too this is way too different i think i don't know if I'm, maybe i'm alone in that one I mean, no, uh, so when you said it originally, I thought you meant, like, Fox Farm did, like, when when you say, like, straight, when you said it the first time, I assumed you, it was, like, all these other places that, like, pump out IPAs and stuff, and I was like, I don't know, they do a lot of different styles, like, a lot of different styles, but I do agree, I, I don't think I've had many that are adjuncty or anything like that, so, yeah, I think you're right, I think, I mean, they might, who knows, but... Nothing I can, nothing I can, I think the, the craziest one that they had was the one that, um, was shared with us when we went to Fox farm. And even that was just like, it was a barley wine, but it was like a mixture of a couple different barley wines. And oh stuff yeah. Like the, that. It was the votive, which is a half barley yeah, yeah, wine, yeah. half stout. There you go. Yeah. And that was, oh. that was really amazing. But to Tud's point, there was no adjuncts. It was just two really amazing beers mixed yeah, together. The so. tra- traditional bourbon barrel stout, your traditional barley wine aged in a bourbon barrel put in a bottle i mean that's that is fox farm is never going to be an adjunct they're never going to be like an abomination that's going to do i would love to see them like 
just the day after the like Black <laughs> Friday, this episode drops. They're like, we saw Flavor Town with Guy Fieri, and we're one upping it. We've teamed up with Kobayashi. We're doing a hot dog flavored uh, malt beverage. We're gonna release for all of our adoring fans. They couldn't even get Joey Chestnut, huh? No, is he no. partnered elsewhere? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I mean, it's just, I, I think they're more of a traditional style brewery. It's, and this is, this is going to be like as weird as they get, I think. What if they just brewed a beer with hot dog water? Is that like, that's, where does that fall on the scale? Yeah. I think they'd have to call that the limp biscuit. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, so what is your review of this beer? What is your rating? I should say, how many bottle caps are you giving this beer? Yeah. So I did all that to allow the beer to warm up a little bit. It's kind of why I was going on my little rant there. It's not the first time that we've gone on a little side tangent in your beer. And quite frankly, the reason why I jumped in and needed to review my beer before yours, because I'm like, on a normal length review, sure, mine would be still cold enough. But, but if we do a ton <laughs> review, this beer might be too warm. So um, sh- anyways, so, so what are you rating this beer? Yeah, so um, I'm going to give it, I'm still going to give it a 4.5. I mean, it's still a great beer. It is. It is a. It's. It's a nice blend of everything. It may be a four seven five when it warms up a little bit more. Um, but in the moment, I don't think it still has warmed up enough for it to unlock all the flavors. So I'm going to give it a four four point five. Okay. Nice. As somebody who drinks a shit ton of bourbon barrel beers, this is still one of the best bourbon barrel beers that I've had. What do you think the other one hundred and sixty three Witch Meadow enjoyers have rated this Fox Farm creation? That's not a lot. Um, I'm going to assume a lot of those are not people drinking them from bottles, but probably drinking them, probably drinking it when it was on tap at Fox farm. I didn't know they kegged this beer. They do. Interesting. Yeah. They, yeah, they I don't think I knew that either. They, they usually have both. They usually have the regular Mitch Meadow, which Meadow and the black this year. They didn't keg the regular. They only kegged the black. Um, Should we tell them the breakdown of draft versus bottle? No, no. Too much info. I mean, this we is, can we can do it after. Yeah, we'll do it after. Thank you, Chris. I too want to win this point, so I appreciate your integrity here. Um, I mean, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start blinking. <laughs> well, was that four hundred and seventeen <laughs> yep. blinks? I'm gonna go four point. I think there was two more blinks in there. Oh, three, four. I'm gonna go four point. It's gonna be. I see. This is weird. It's one of those beers that I don't know. I don't know if you can go high enough, but at the same time, I don't think it's going to be too high. So I'm going to pull a crazy Chris, and I'm going to guess a four point three six. Not crazy enough. Oh, four point five zero. Oh my Jesus god! Christ. <laughs> I, I have to just say, stuck on my guess. <laughs> so you know how Untapped has the weighted average? Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen one so different than the overall rating, which they're weighted. They're giving it a four point zero three weighted. I'm like, how do they not get a full half a point? That's crazy. Um, I wonder. I wonder if like if people check it in more than once, if it counts like less. I don't know. I'm like, I wouldn't I don't think know. so. But. Or if they just assume that like, hey, we've seen this type of beer rated like this before. And based on our algorithm, we expected to drop this much. Mm. As I was wondering if they're like, more. oh, uh, 
Joe Schmo over here, who rates everything a five, checked it in as a five. And Sally Stinks of Beer checked it in as a one, and she rates all of Stouts as a one. So it's a weighted 4.03. You know, I don't know. But um, 48 check-ins with bottles with a 4.6. 68 on drafts with a 4.46 average and a 12 tasters with a 4.40 average. So so those tasters are definitely draft two. I mean, right. Nobody's having a taste right out of the bottle. Well, yeah. yeah. The, the, only, the only way that they pour it at Fox Farm, by the way, is in a half pour. They will not pour this as a full pour. And they only allow sense. one half pour per person of this beer per visit. I mean, it's 16% ABV. So I, I get it, right? It's like right. at a full pour of an 8% beer is still a lot of beer. <laughs> so, um, but you know what that means, Chris? We are no, no longer tied. Damn it. Wait, what about and my fact that I got the other day? <laughs> I, I, for the first time since the whiteboard has become a thing, have moved into second place. Todd, you know that comic with like the objects in mirror maybe closer than they appear? <laughs> the guy running? That's me right now. Yeah, but I got you're the you. guy you're with like, the sweat. You're like, you're like, like a, just a barely a blip on the radar behind me. I'm going to be, the day I pass you, Todd, I'm going to be playing this clip. <laughs> back in the podcast <laughs> i'm coming for you i'm coming um i'm glad we all enjoyed our stouts so much well obert i do think that it's time for me to do this for you though honk, 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 honk. <laughs> thank you jordan and with that it's time for jordan <laughs> again to uh, soothe us with his voice maybe it's time to head over to the uh the piping hot gravy boat of wisdom, where we fill it with. Um, How the hell do you have three mug or three handles on a on a gravy boat? I think three handles on a gravy boat is just as necessary as three handles on one mug. <laughs> so it all it all makes sense. Um, by the way, I asked um, Chat GPT to make us a three handled mug filled with wisdom. It couldn't. It couldn't do it. And then I asked it to make us. I asked it to make a three-handled mug. It couldn't do that. It was like, I, I don't know what you're... I cannot possibly envision a world <laughs> in which one mug has three handles. It was just... Its mind was blown. It could not do it. We've um, broken the computer. Checkmate. Yeah. If you want to break chat GPT, just try and ask it to um, create a, a frosty beer mug with three handles on it uh, filled with wisdom and life advice and it can't do it but you know who can us and uh by the transitive property also jordan so jordan (laughs) take it away test your handle test your handle test your handle test your handle mug of wisdom Mug of wisdom. Finish that bravado.
Dog of Wisdom. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Oh, I'm so happy As the soundboard's back. always, find him occasionally on this podcast. <laughs> That's it. All right. No other place. He's a, he's a podcast exclusive. <laughs> we got, we signed him. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, it's Thanksgiving. Dinner's over by now. Um, you're onto the pie. Maybe it should be like a three. What do you call the thing that you cut pie and scoop it out with? The like little triangle wedge spade thing. The three pie knifed pie of wisdom (laughs) is what we have to offer you on this Thanksgiving. Or um, do you guys want to just just share what we're thankful for today? I feel like it's a good a good day for that. I feel like we do that every Thanksgiving, so I feel like it's it's kind of a a tradition, if you will. Um, It is one thing we're good at is traditions. So uh, I am. The handlist of the pod, I think is what we call that person. So honk, 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 honk. Uh, do we have any virtual honks? Uh, uh, hang on, what else I got on this board? Honk, 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 Oh, oh, I've got this for you, though. As a special throwback, Obert. Ready? The original gong. Oh, okay. I was very what was the name of the guy who did the gong? Pete. Pete. Pete, our gong guy. Thanks again, <laughs> Pete. You were replaced by Jordan. Um, okay, Pete. Let's let's calm down. There's a reason. There's a reason. We <laughs> There's a reason we got rid of Pete. Man, I sure missed the soundboard. Tell you what. <laughs> okay, Chris, Frosty. Pie buck of turkey thankful dumb. Over to you. What are you thankful for this year? Um, well, before I get into that, I have one small trivia question about Thanksgiving. Um, because I looked up trivia questions about Squanto. Thanksgiving. Next that, question. That was one answer. But this one's funny. I've got a lead in for I've got a lead in for you. Why? I was fully expecting the Jeopardy theme song. <laughs> Something, anything but this, yeah. I don't think I could have played this scenario back one billion times in my head and picked out that music <laughs> for you to play right there. All right. What town canceled Thanksgiving because they couldn't make pumpkin pies? Uh, I, uh, uh, is, is there any, I there, could guess a city, but this, is there like okay, any so it is, hints that you could give me? It is, it is a, it is a. I need a hint. Yeah, it is a town, city, t- town, town. It is a town that is very important to the timeline of my life. That's a good hint. I've only lived in, so, lived in a few. Lisbon. You Col- live there. Colchester, Norwich. Second one. There's the second one. So it's Colchester, Connecticut. Yeah, Colchester, Connecticut. I thought that was so cool. I was just randomly looking up this stuff. Um, a frigid bout of cold weather in the middle of October led to the Connecticut River freezing so settlers couldn't get their usual liquid sugar shipped on time across from across the pond. Um, this was in 1705. They had to delay uh, Thanksgiving for a week. I thought it was kind of neat because I was just looking and I was like, hey, I used to live there. So, Can you imagine the Connecticut River freezing? And global it, like, warming, am I right? And not, um, seriously. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen the river frozen. It was... Like solid? A few There's like ago. one section in Hartford where like all of the ice will build up 
Uh, you can see it from like the root two ninety one interchange. It's pretty cool if you go like it's on like, a, it's like a mile on from a, my house on a day that like after a really deep freeze, if it warms up, all that ice will kind of pile up there. It's pretty cool. Hmm. All right. Anyways, things I'm thankful for. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> thankful for GoodHousekeeping.com for pointing out that my town oh. could make punk make pumpkin pie. Oh, I thought you were going with Guy Fieri. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no, I think I'm going to take the typical dad route, okay? And, um, you know, I've been extremely lucky in having two amazing boys that are, uh, I don't know, they've just grown up so f- so fast, and they're so funny and smart, and, like, CJ is doing extremely well in school, even though he he's now at the point where he doesn't want to go to school. <laughs> he, like, does not like, he doesn't like it anymore. He's, he's over it. But he does very like- good. He was excited for the first yes. four months, and yep. now he has roughly like fifteen years to go of hating it. Yep, pretty much. It's pretty much where we're at right now. So um, <laughs> nice. Um, but he's doing extremely well in school. Uh, he's very obvious, very obviously very smart. And then Lucas is uh, just big and healthy and cute and funny and just I don't know. It's just you know sappy dad. But you know they're they're just amazing and it's so fun fun to watch them grow and sad at the same time and all that stuff but i'm thankful that they're healthy and happy and um gonna be hopefully make a lot of money so i can retire early so (laughs) most thankful for that now i'm thankful for your kids too i'm glad that they are good kids and that they exist but i think i was promised during the dungeon break that you had something you were thankful for that like 99.7% 99.7% of our listeners wouldn't be interested in, but maybe I would be. Yes. I mean, no, that, that I was, was a handle. I, that was a handle. I was going to share. Oh, I, was wasn't, gonna, I was going to save it for a handle because I never have handles. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So I have to wait until December, you're saying, for this one. I mean, yes. As far as the podcast timeline is concerned, yes, you do. You have to wait. Uh, you don't okay. have to wait 15 minutes until we end the podcast. All right. Well, I guess I got to wait two whole weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay todd what are you thankful for yeah so um so i'll go with with health um chris did family so i'll do health you I guys think are leaving me with like absolute dog shit thankful stuff money you could have you could have chose to go first my friend but uh never take your health for granted um as we all know you know i've had many of the health problems over the past couple of years uh, i think i'm finally getting through it so we're gonna say health Hopefully 2024 is better than 2023, 2023 was better than 2022, 2022 better than 2021, 2021 better than 2020, and so on and so forth. So, health. Now, you do run into an issue when you say 2020 better than 2019. <laughs> yeah, I'm notice, worried about the opposite other side, the other side of the spectrum. I didn't say 2019. Because we're quickly approaching a situation where Ted is more machine than man in the future. <laughs> That's very like, true. Like by 2050, Ted is immortal, and I'm a little worried about that future. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's a, <laughs> like, that's a sound that should be on the sound. We should have the Terminator theme on here. I'm surprised Terminator Ted. Well, you said you have 150 sounds. It's in there somewhere. You just don't know where it is. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 70 of them are gongs. I'm sorry. It's not. I'm just doing this math, and I'm like, okay. I got this. Twenty thirty five. He's got the cybernetic implants. I mean, this is what you'll be hearing as I come as I come after you.
you know, I can't believe I used to think I missed the soundboard. That's what I was going to say. Um, I like it. And 25, 45, you're going to have a whole exos- exoskeleton made out of titanium. Uh, by 2050, again, you're just going to be in uh you're just going to be a, a chip in, in a machine somewhere. But so. I will make sure just for you, I'll carry around a physical soundboard to play that sound. It Thank won't you. just be built into my programming. I'll have to actually press a button. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that leaves me. Um, okay, so Todd, Chris did his family. Lame. Ted did his health. <laughs> also lame. Uh, I'm doing bread. Yeah. I'm thankful for, for carbohydrates. <laughs> Arbor's thankful for ever, air and water. <laughs> you guys ever drink carbs? Because they're pretty good. I'm thankful for beer. Um, no, I'm thankful for my co-hosts. Um, I'm glad that we get to do this every other week uh just hang out have a good time laugh and drink beer and i just feel very fortunate because there's not a lot of people that get to do that and uh that that our friendship has persevered over the time zones and state lines and years and um you guys make me a better person and uh i'm just really really proud and happy to be your friend so thanks guys for for continuing on this journey of drinking alone with me. Well, I also can't wait to play more Baldur's Gate with you too. Yeah, that's for the New Year's Resolution podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which at uh, this rate might be the next time we get to play. So with that, uh we'd like to thank you for listening. Um you know, obviously we we we're very thankful for our listeners on this day of thanks. So we give many a thanks to you guys and we will also thank the breweries the breweries, oh, there's that 16.1% beer coming in. We'll also thank the breweries who provided today's beers. And I will start first by thanking Fox Farm for their Witch Meadow Black Nokino. Kind of like Pinocchio, but not. Pinocchino. <laughs> if it would be better if it was made with pistachios, it would be a great name for it. Do you know if it were up to Thomas Jefferson that Thanksgiving wouldn't be a national holiday? Anyways, I would like to yeah, thank... because the turkey would have been a national bird. No. Instead of the eagle. So firmly believes in the separation of church and state. Thanksgiving involved prayer and reflection at the time. So anyways. Uh, Boo, reflection. <laughs> I would like to thank Treehouse Brewing Company for their triple shot pink bourbon double coffee with vanilla and fruit. Did you guys know that Thomas Jefferson named the woolly mammoth? I would like to thank Deschutes Brewing for their black butt 35. Cheers 1988ers out there. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure you head over to Discord and join the conversation over there. Um, it's been a little lively over there discussing some things, so go head over there. Uh, links in the bio in case you'd like to come join. Um, all you got to do is make a Discord account and name yourself whatever you want to name yourself. If you want to be Poopy Pants McGee, have at it. You can be Poopy Pants McGee. We welcome you to our, to our group. Um, also, head over to Patreon for as little as a dollar a day. Uh, dollar a day. No, we're, we're, upgrading. we're updating our minimum <laughs> now. a dollar a month, you get extra episodes of Drinking Alone with Friends. Uh, so go check that out over there. And finally, uh, wherever you're listening to us right now, open up that app. Give us a five-star rating and a review. Because reviews and five-star ratings are one of the best ways you can honestly help the podcast. So do that now. And then, you know, you've shared this podcast with all your friends and your family at your Thanksgiving dinner. But what about the friends who aren't at your th- your Thanksgiving dinner. Make sure you uh, hit that little share button on your phone and share this podcast to everybody on your contact list with a message. Listen to this on your Thanksgiving. You'll thank me later. Happy Thanksgiving. 
And with that, my name's Stud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. In an effort to uh, strengthen our relationship with Butterball Turkey, um, do you know that you can call a turkey talk line to get tips on how to cook your bird? Oh, everybody knows about the Butterball Turkey talk line. I did not. I did not know this. I didn't know about this. A hundred thousand people call it every year. Um, all you have to do is pick up your cell phone, one eight hundred Butterball, and uh, they're a different cell phone though, so you can continue to listen to us on the other one. I, I think you can. Yeah, maybe. You know what? Call them. And play them our podcasts. <laughs> They'll be very grateful. They will be. They'll be thankful. So for talk, you. talk in Turkey with the Turkey Killers. Is that the new name of our podcast? <laughs> talk in Turkey with the Turkey Tamers. There you go. There you go. That's 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 Nailed a little it. bit. Yeah, every butterball turkey you have to unfortunately end its life yourself. Um, anyway, T- tame it. Tame. And by tame it, we mean kill, kill it. it. <laughs>